see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Virgin Valley Artists Association welcomes you to the Art Box. Recorded in beautiful Virgin Valley, Nevada, and sponsored by the Virgin Valley Artists Association. Our association has something for everyone. Come and get creative with us at 15 West Mesquite Boulevard, Mesquite, Nevada, and find us online at mesquitefineartcenter.com. Hosting today's episode is Rochelle Knight and Steve Dudrow. Let's go have some fun. Uh, welcome to the Art Box, and this episode is going to be 10 Minutes with Tyler and Stuart. And I guess just to lay the ground, not ground rules, but so Stuart is one of Tyler's students. Okay. So Stuart, tell me what you, you're in Tyler's art class, obviously, and his photography class. What do you like about art? Oh, well, you know, I love art. It's It's a way to express yourself. I think that's the best part about it because you know I can just sit down and I can just draw whatever I want and I don't know get get what I want in my mind out right yeah yeah that's a great way of doing art you know you sit down you say hey you know I have this feeling I need I need to kind of figure this out and then you just start figuring out on paper Mm -hmm. you know and that's a great way of doing it you know it's cathartic you just kind of I got this feeling I need to get this feeling out of my chest and bam you just start to put on a paper and something happens you know, mm-hmm. which is a great way of doing it. What do you like about photography? Photography. Oh, well, I think really about it, it's uh, capturing the world. I think the world, it's, it's such a beautiful place and there's so much to see and being able to capture it is what I enjoy about it. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you enjoy the, the see there I said so. Cut. <laughs> you enjoy the capture. Yes, yes. Because I'm a photographer. And I have to tell you that I've become, do I want to say I've become bored with it? Um, but here's my thing is, I, I love photography. I love getting there to take my picture. I love figuring out where I'm going to take, get it all in my mind, where am I going? Do I have to hike? I love driving there, I love hiking there. I love getting ready to take the picture, make sure I got my batteries. Then I take my picture and I'm pretty excited. And then I go home and I like to edit it. And then that's it. I'm like, eh. and I liken it to photography. I've gotten like a good book. You've read a good book, a good book. Yeah. Every page it's turning, it's good. There's something really cool happening. And then you get to the end and, and it's done. completely unfulfilling. You know, and you don't want to say you didn't like the book because you like getting there. Well, that's me with photography now. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna share a little analogy with that. So. My uh, college professor, you know, ceramics professor, he, you know, did ceramics for years and then he switched to sculpture and, he, and we were talking to him about it and he's like, you know, um, the thing with, with ceramics is, you know, you throw these bowls and then you put the glazes on it and then you'd wait outside the kiln for it to be cool enough that you could open it. So, you know, if you open it too soon, you crackles and things like that you don't want on it, you know, so you gotta wait till it's cool enough that you can open it. And he said he was, you know, always oh, so anxious to open it. He said he knew there was time to change what he was doing when once 
after firing, it had been three days after firing, he still hadn't opened it, totally forgotten all about it. And he walked by the kill and looked at it and goes, did I fire something? And went open and found that there was actually, you know, it had been cool for three days, right? And he's like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about this. And he had this realization where he's like, you know what? I knew what the colors were gonna be. There was no magic in it anymore. I knew what everything was gonna be, no magic, right? I threw bowls, no magic, it's a bowl, right? And he's like, I need to do something else, something has more life. And so he dropped ceramic spinning bowls and went to sculpting. And so he changed to what he was doing because he suddenly realized the magic isn't there the way it used to be. I, I no longer have to puzzle if I'm gonna get the colors I want. I know exactly what I have to do to get those colors. I know when I have to oxidize, I know when I have to cut out, you know, to get every color. He knew what he needed to do, he could get what he wanted. And he, and he felt bored with it, so he moved on, right? And so that was a moment for him to realize, let me try something new. And so he didn't leave clay, he went to a new way of using clay. You know, and like, I don't know if you've interviewed Walt yet, but I love Walt, and he, he told me a story about how why he got into what he's doing, and I have a picture of his hanging in my house, and it's one of those little abstract ones where he took a picture of wood and then just like put it through a mixer where he has it rotating all the way around. It's really fun, great picture, really fun under a black light, by the way. Anyway, and the reason he got into that is he just wanted to explore with what he could do with photography. And so you'll have to ask him about that, why he started doing what he does with photography because he doesn't have just, here's a beautiful vista with like the, the rivers in front of it. He does a lot of really fun, you know, uh, kaleidoscope-like styled photography and it's really fun and it's just because that's something that intrigues him so he still loves photography when he found something new right and so like with everything we do you have to find something that interests you like Stuart for example like in class you like to draw things that you see right mm -hmm. you'll, you'll find a picture and you draw it why, why do you like to do those it's, it's because I can like when it's in front of me I can like visualize it better than like when if, if it's in my head I can't I can't Think of something in my head and just put it down on a piece of paper. If I can see something in front of me, I can much easier, e easily put it down on a piece of paper. Yeah. So like for you, you, you know what you want, but you don't know how to do it. So you yeah. find an example of it so you can create it, right? Mm -hmm. And so you find a way that you can do your artwork, right? Yeah. So for you, you're like, I want to be able to create, but for me, it's a little bit easier to find something I can yeah. use, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things about a good artist is not that you can just create. Like one of the things about great artists is that you can synthesize. You can take, hey, this beautiful artwork right here, this beautiful artwork, and then you take them, you mesh them together and create something new and beautiful, right? I think the, the, my favorite example of synthesis is Star Wars. Hey, what about a sci-fi and a Western together? <laughs> Bam, space Western. You know, and, and that's what brought Star Wars to us, you know, is that beautiful synthesis. And that was the genius of George Lucas, not the genius of writing. You can find all the scenes in Star Wars and Westerns. They're all there. But what he did is he took them and he turned them into a space Wi-Fi. Uh, not Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> sci-fi, you know? And, you know, it's a space sci-fi of Westernness. In this I never thought of that. Yeah. So it's the I'll, I'll never watch Star Wars again the same. Yeah. And maybe Family Guy will pick up that on a Star Wars episode. <laughs> and I'll make it Star Western episode. Yeah. So, like, it's just taking things that you enjoy and finding a new way of looking at it, you know? Building the world around you, synthesizing. Yeah. Reinventing yourself. Reinventing. I like that. But maybe not reinventing. You're just, you're, you're, already, along, you're already along the journey. 
Okay, and then the journey you just, I, do I want to say get bored? I don't know. You find something else that interests you. Well, yeah, if you're hiking along the side of a river, the river's fascinating at first, but after a while, I mean, it's just the same river you've been walking by. So you try to find new things of interest. Oh, what? how, how deep is that? Maybe, can I skip rocks on that? Like, oh, how about, you know, what if I try to get down to different angles and look at the river differently as I walk? So I'm not the same height that I was walking all that. And you have to change what you do to make that river interesting again, right? I don't know. Yeah, good point. Stuart, what do you like to photograph? Photograph? Uh, nature. I love nature. I love the outside. That's one of my dreams is to go to like Europe and uh, see all the nature because it's such a beautiful place. It's just a green place. You know, growing up in the desert, you don't really get to see stuff like that. So there, there's a lot of out there that I want to see Absolutely. capture. Awesome. Yeah. Have you been to the east of the United States? No. I've, I've been here my whole life. I haven't really branched out. Yeah, you have to go across the, was it the 95th parallel where everything dies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to the other side of the states, look at some of that out there. Go over to, you know, like, you know, the, the, the rolling green hills of of uh, Europe. Yeah. Check out some of that. And this summer I've spent some time um, either in Great Basin National Park up in the bristlecone forest. Mm -hmm. uh, bristlecone trees are another thing to, you're talking about wood. I mean there's natural creation of 5,000 years and you know it's in front of you with just all kinds of patterns and yeah. and doodles. I can start doodling. Hey I can doodle a bristlecone pine. I'm trying to remember where I heard the line, but someone was talking about the bristlecone pines, and then they, someone made a comment, like, well, how do they get so old? And then another person looks at me and goes, when it gets really, really cold, it takes a long, long time to die. <laughs> <laughs> that line stuck with me. I don't even remember where I heard it, but I love that line. It just makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, bristlecone pines are another thing, being around bristlecone pines just the last, the last month. And it's so. Where did they come from? I'm sure the people at Great Basin National Park thought, "Who are these two people coming in here asking all these dumb questions?" We're like, "Okay, they're up here for five thousand years." Hey, one of my first questions was, "If you have an island of um, bugs, okay, or deer or something, if they're there and they're isolated, eventually they'll start to um, their DNA and all will start to what do you say denigrate." because they're inbred. Oh, yeah. So my question was, what about the bristlecone pines? Because bristlecone pines, we see a, an, an island of them in Great Basin, we see an island of them in, out in California. They're these islands separated by, by hundreds of miles. So how do they swap back and forth? How do they And one of the rangers was time. Said they haven't had time yet you know, because their lifetime is 5,000 years. So where we know the pupfish in Ash Meadows National Wildlife Refuge, you know, they live maybe a year. So their evolutionary is sped up. You know, where the, they're not, how did we get into that? I don't know. No clue. But, you know, it's, it, it all stems from, you know, photography, you know. And, oops, sorry. It all stems from photography and, and think about all the wonderful things you can take pictures of, you know go out and take a picture of this beautifully gnarled tree, go take a picture of this fun little fish swimming in a stream, you know. There's so many cool things you can take pictures of. And then you can do cool things with them. What do you edit with? Uh, I use Photoshop. 
Okay. Photoshop. Yeah. So do you do you shoot in the raw? Uh, well, when I use Photoshop, I don't. Re I like to mix things in. So I'll take like a photo, and then like I'll put other stuff in and make it my own thing. Okay. But I, I mean, so when, 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 when we're in class, we usually just shoot just regular, just JPEG. Do you shoot yeah. JPEGs? Yeah. Um, I don't think your classes even knows what raw is yet. No, I, I don't even know. Yeah. So we haven't, <laughs> we haven't right, gone well. over that in this class. Like in the advanced photo class, we'll teach raw, and then we'll we'll teach them how to edit in the raw and everything like that. But like, no. Yeah. So he thought I meant raw. Is like, Stuart, are you out there taking pictures naked? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, uh, that's a strange question, old man. Yeah. No. So when we what's amazing to me is you know, with my Nikon D850, when I take a photo and I don't compress them, it's 98 meg each file. Wow. Okay. I can remember some of my first mini computers, business computers, when we had 32 meg drives. So not even a third of this one picture. Crazy to think, yeah. isn't it? And if they're raw, they're .NEF. You'll know a lot yeah. about not NEF soon. We'll get to it. We'll get, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, <laughs> now he's going to be bugging you. Yeah, good. They have questions for in class. Yes, yes. Yeah. So put it this way. The raw is the digital negative mm -hmm. of a digital photo. So when you take a picture, mm -hmm. you know, in class we've been playing around film. Yeah. So you see all those negatives and then we had to make positives Positive, out yeah. of them. Well, when you take a picture on your phone, you immediately see the positive. You never see the negative. Yeah. The negative is the raw. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Essentially. Essentially. It's not quite the same, but it's the best description I can give in one minute. Okay. Yeah. And there's so much more you can do with it because it just takes the picture. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to say that your settings don't matter. But they do. But they do. But in a way, some of your settings don't matter because you can add more light to it. You can take light away from it. It's so much more... To edit. Yeah, I'm sorry I even yeah. said this. I've ruined Tyler's. Well, the beautiful thing about Raw, you snap a picture and then you've just got this pure data that you can just say, well, hey, it's white in my JPEG, but in this white, I have saved all this yellow and red. Let's bring that red and yellow back out. And you can pull it right back out. So the white that was lost to white is now a color again. Things like that. Mm -hmm. And so, like, all the pure raw data, is, that's the idea. It's just raw data. All that pure data. Oh, so it like lays everything of, out for you? Of everything that's in it. So yeah, oh, okay. like, so every single pixel, instead every of just pixel. being like, this is white. It says, mm -hmm. well, I saw white, I saw red, I saw yellow, I saw blue. Mm -hmm. And then, and so like, it's got all that pure information right there. And then when you can pull all that information out and say, okay, well, let's pull you back out. Yeah. Let's move you where I want you. Mm -hmm. And you can get what you want. So. Yeah, you can do so much more, but the, I'm, I'm probably making you want to get ahead of the game because the teachers here are going to slow the you got to go at the pace of the slow snow. <laughs> hey, well, I really want to thank you guys for doing, for doing this little mini, but for doing the whole Bilbo and Gollum thing. Absolutely. It, it was hilarious. These have both been fun. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. yeah it was great. Okay. Thanks, guys. And that's it for uh, the Art Box. Fair Tyler, well. Stuart, mm -hmm. thank you. No problem. Broadcasting from Mesquite, Nevada, in the scenic Mojave Desert, the Art Box sponsors thank you for listening. To find our next and past podcasts, visit us online at mesquitefineartcenter.com.